Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. God's original plan for humanity involved a man and a woman. Male and female, he created them, it says. And oftentimes, we can fall under the trap to think if that was God's creation, and we messed it up because of sin, his recreation is going to be something different. And so we see, see, there's Jesus. But see, God's original plan for a man and a woman, when he renews humanity, he uses a man and a woman. St. Paul calls Jesus the new Adam. And within a few hundred years of Christianity, the theologians and saints and mystics start calling Mary the new Eve. Just as humanity inherited all the good and the bad of the original Adam and Eve, so too we were invited to receive our redemption or renewal through the new Adam and the new Eve. God's plan has always involved this mysterious, as it's called in Genesis, woman. And this perhaps is the most beautiful part of our God. He creates everything. The rings of Saturn, blue whales, sunsets, waterfalls, the sounds of birds, yes, even snow. He creates the glory of creation. I mean, all the beautiful things that cause you when you're driving to stop and see a sunset or to just pause when you smell flowers. I mean, he's the author of it all. And it was even richer and more beautiful in the Garden of Eden. And then he creates Adam. And Adam is formed very intentionally, like an artist forming a sculpture. And he's from the dirt of the ground and clay. But he also has the breath, the ruah, the spirit of God, as God breathes into his nostrils to give him life. So this strange creature is both from this world and yet has this odd relationship with the Creator. And as if that wasn't enough, God's, as if God's saying, there's more, there's more. And he puts this creature to sleep, takes out the rib, and forms Eve, the first woman. If everything in creation is slowly growing towards God's greatest creation, it seems very clear that after he created woman, he was done. He stood back on the sixth day and started the seventh day just contemplating and savoring the beauty of his creation. The crown of it, of course, being Adam and Eve. And then the serpent gets in and lies and says, that God, that creator, he's not trustworthy. you got to fill your own desires. He's not interested in making you flourish. And so Eve, then Adam, rebel. And listen to God's response. The Lord God called to man and asked, where are you? God's not dumb. It's not like he's like, where is this guy? I created him. There's not that many places to hide in the garden. 
No, where are you? Meaning, Adam, take a look at your life. Notice where you were, then you didn't trust me, and notice where you are now. And he says maybe the most honest phrase in all of Scripture, I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. I was afraid because I could be seen and known, so I hid. And God continues then talk to the woman. And what's interesting is God doesn't punish them. He doesn't yell and scream at them. He doesn't bring divine wrath upon them. Those are all pagan notions of God. What does God do? He makes a promise to them. He's speaking to the serpent, but he's making a promise to all of humanity. I will put enmity between you, serpent, and the woman. Between your offspring and hers, he will strike at your head. And while you strike at his heel, meaning this woman's offspring will give you a mortal blow. He will strike your head, serpent, while you are just going to be annoying, nipping at his heel. Immediately, God revealed his plan that there will be a woman and her son will destroy the powers of evil. Immediately, God was revealing his dream for the world for there to be Mary. Now, lest this homily goes for two days, Mary is not sprinkles, meaning she's not extra to Christianity. She's essential to Christianity as Jesus is. And that's not heresy, that's biblical. Having a devotion and a relationship to Mary is as essential to, according to the Bible as it is to claim Jesus is Savior. From Genesis chapter 3, we see that he planned that there would be a woman and her offspring would be Jesus. St. Paul writes to the Galatians, he was born of a woman. See, he's trying to say, don't you see? She is the woman that God has been speaking about. And through her comes Jesus, the Savior of the world. And if that wasn't enough, what we discover as we press into Scripture and pray as a church for 2,000 years, we discover that through her was the Immaculate Conception, meaning she was spared for the sake of Jesus and all of us. And then we celebrate in Little Italy in August the Assumption, where she doesn't taste everlasting death, but rather she is spared and is assumed into heaven, not just spiritually, but a woman's body, body and soul, she is raised into the glories of heaven. And then in the last several hundred years, we have been inundated with beauty and grace with Marian apparitions throughout the world. Some have not been verified, but many have. Our Lady of Guadalupe, Fatima, Lords, and I could go on and on, Ireland, Africa, more and more appearances of the Blessed Mother. Why does God keep manifesting Mary? Because through her and being close to her, we discover all the glory and power of being God's favorite creation. Getting close to Mary means you and I discover God has a plan for us. He's doing everything to accomplish that plan. And you and I simply get to say, Mary, conceive without sin. Pray for us who have recourse to thee.
just a little clarifier is while I say Mary is as essential as Jesus, what I mean to say is if you're making a batter of a cupcake, all right, Mary's essential to the ingredients. Jesus is the cupcake. He's the one who saves us. But without Mary, the ingredients are off. God made a divine cupcake for us. Mary's a part of the ingredients. She's not just added on like sprinkles. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.